And good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the good old Angry Nation podcast. Little, little different tonight, kind of solo with a single wingman. I got my good buddy, Brush Beater, in the house. What is up, bro? That's different. Why'd we do that? We lost him right then. He dropped out. The minute I say his name, and he is gone, and he's back. Well, that was interesting. Poof! I said that, and it was like, poof, you disappeared. How the hell you doing, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. You look good, man. Look good. So uh, there you go. That's it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, sipping a little, uh, little, little ranch water tonight. I'm just sipping on some brown water. I just got tea tonight. I'm, mm. So I'm, I'm still up in the mountains of Georgia. It's like a lovely 22 degrees right now, and uh, a little chilly out. That's about what it is here. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. I'm gonna be over it's your next woods. I'm going to be over your neck of the woods uh, uh, tomorrow. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be south of you, but uh, if I had more time, I'd run up and visit, but I don't have that kind of time on this mission. We are time sensitive. Oh, so. I was going to say, how, how far away? Because Denton, uh, we could make something happen. Yeah, we're going to be over. We're going to be over in G Camp World tomorrow. Uh, over in Denton. Right. You know, Sage yeah. is kicking off. We. We got to deliver some bodies and collect uh -huh. some things and do some stuff. And uh, so and I got to stop <laughs> in and uh, you know how it is. Go to the place, do the thing with the people. And uh, I got to stop in to, uh, uh, to the uh, team house over there and talk to Tom. And uh, I mm -hmm. haven't talked to him since Rita passed away. And I want to go give him my condolences oh, in person. Oh, man. So, yeah. Because that was rough. Uh, That's rough. Uh, about yeah, and there we go. We got Mel in the house. She told me under pain of death to make sure I told you. She said, hey, let me take these goddamn old man glasses off. What am I doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already look like a civil war general. Every day you had was Gettysburg. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I was there at San Juan Hill with Teddy Roosevelt and the Spaniards. Um, I'll be sitting on the front porch one of these days doing that. Making up all them lies. I was there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yes. So how are the yes, hell are yes. things in Brush Beater's world, man? You got more shit going on, dude. I mean, you've got more stuff happening. It is crazy. So the the big the big excitement right now. So brushbeater.store. That is it. Know, Let's just, get that just, link up on the page. Just, just as I was saying, uh, throughout the, the end of 2023, we were gonna have night vision and thermal, a uh, full stocking dealer of um, high-end thermal units. The, yes. Literally, some of the best equipment that you can get on the civilian market, as well as uh, high-end night visions. Uh, again, some of the best that you can get on the market. Um, being, I'll say that that uh, definitely being able to uh, go to these companies and say, "Hey, you know, here's my store. This is the performance it's doing," and um, you know, we, we're, you know, and I'm a best-selling author. It's got a little stay in power. These people want to mm -hmm. work with me. And, um, you know, it, it's it, the, the nice thing about this is, so, for example, um, you know, Gen 3 Nods, 2000 FOM, uh, FOM, KCO No, you know, 
2000 FOM is, is really, you're starting to get into the, the, the big boy end of things there. Uh, both yeah, you're approaching teams. aviation grade. You're approaching yeah. aviation grade at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got green tubes. I've got white phosphor. I've got dual tubes, uh, PBS 14s. I have ballistic helmets. You can uh, see one actually right there. right there. That's one of them. That's, that's my setup. Uh, there, it needs a little bit of paint, but, uh, well, that's the, something else I got to add to my list then of my growing yep. list of shit, the cart that I have sitting oh, on your website right now. By the way, these aren't these aren't some cheap ass bicycle bump helmets either that, that people are peddling for several hundred dollars. These are ballistic rated at level three. So I mean you're getting you're getting all the ballistic protection that you would get out of a, a Mitch or, or or an ACH. Mm -hmm. You're getting it out of that and it's it's operator cut. So, you know, if you want to wear your, your Peltors or you know, whatever, or you just want to look cool and it comes with the rails, you can attach all your little doodads and whatever on it. Um, you know, it, and coming in at a, at a, what I think is an extremely reasonable price for ballistic protection. Um, but also as a nods mount, I've got Wilcox G24s in stock. I've got um, literally every grade of thermal uh that that i think is is good bang for the buck you know we've got 384s in stock i've got 640s in stock um this last class that i was running last week 640s came in broke those out we did a side by side um these are, are agm rattlers we did a side by side with fleur breach so mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys in class had a fleur breach i've got an older uh fleur Pro PTS uh, two thirty three before they took yeah. those off the market. Fleur yep. is kind of out of the civilian sales yeah. of things now, and I'm telling you, look, there is no question. It was it was like night and day difference. The um, those the the six forty Rattlers, and I've I've got a few more. The the uh, clip on units are sold out right now. I'm waiting on the next shipment of them to come in, but I've got weapons mounted units as well, standalone optics. Um, these things are literally like, like looking through white phosphor nods, but you've got, you know, your, your, uh, heat signatures in there yeah. as well. It was You're incredible. Uh, do you, I've do never you have, seen thermals this good. Like it blew me away. I want to come see it. Cause I run a breach. I got a breach and I've got that, uh, Viper that I was talking to you about yesterday mm -hmm. too, which I haven't played with a lot. Cause that's going to be a weapon mounted dedicated, uh, system on that one. But uh, do you have a, a a bridge mount where you can mount like your? Because I'm not yeah. a fan of this, but some people want to mount the 14 and a and a, a you know in a thermal yeah. the same mount. You do have them? Yeah, I don't. So I, I do not. Let me let me be clear. I do not have those in stock at the okay. moment, but it ain't gonna take me long to get a hold of them. Well, when you uh, find that, let me know because I need. There's just three. I need they, three of those. You need three of them. Oh, I, I got you. I got you. Hey, there just haven't another, been someone else ah cool well that's fine man there just hasn't been a ton of demand for them yeah. so you know i wasn't gonna wasn't gonna well, pick get up um get, but get, get some if you could source them because i've been looking and everybody that i find that has yeah. them i it never happens like try didn't try to get them and then they just stop communicating and it fades away if you could get me oh, three I, dude I, I, i'll do a video with it tagging yeah. you and with the link to your store yeah so, let's do it man Get me three of them, and I'll make that happen. You know, like, we, 
a stocking dealer for for uh, day optics as well. You know, uh, Swamp Fox is one of my yeah. industry partners. Yeah. And uh, out of Colorado, incredible company. You know, the 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 story behind them is pretty awesome. One of the the guy that leads their product development. If uh, I know these former SF guy, he told me what what group, but I forget which one. So I deal with a lot of people in that community. But um, between them and Lucid, uh, Lucid Optics is, is another industry partner. Uh, Jamie Wilson um, out in Wyoming, out in Riverton. So, you know, my my training area I go out to in Wyoming is just down the road from them. And um, Jamie, Jamie is is just an incredible dude. There's, we're going to be doing a podcast here soon where he's going to talk a lot about the Lucid story and uh, kind of their uh, their business philosophy. They came out of uh, Jamie's uh, uh, big into uh, long range hunting, and so everything's kind of in. Um, uh, they they do everything in MOAs, which I think right. translates very well to the civilian market. Uh, you know, because like I cut my teeth using mills, and you know a lot of military guys use mills because we do everything. In, See, I, in, cut in and, I, cut, I cut mine on MOA. I cut mine on right. So I like MOA. Yeah, a lot of civilians really want um, things in MOAs because we, you know, we think about um, you know stuff in inches and yards. Yep. And when I bring up yep. mills and and uh, you know doing meters, things in meters, <laughs> like in the scout <laughs> yeah. force. People, yeah. people kind of, you know, like it, it makes sense once you kind of indoctrinate them to it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it takes a little getting used to. MOAs makes a lot of sense when you're you're building it out a dope table and you've yep. got you know inches of drop for you know whatever the round is you're using. Mm -hmm. That makes a whole lot of sense. It makes a lot more yeah. sense. In fact, but when you so, start reaching on out there, yeah. you got to convert that into feet of drop. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, especially, you know, once, once, uh, 308 starts to go transonic, you know, yeah. it's, 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 I mean, yeah. it's dropping like a rock. Six, well, five, like, you know, yes, all the six, yeah. five boys are like, we're still trucking. And it's like, yeah, maybe so, but you got about a thousand rounds out of that barrel for mm -hmm. you got to do a barrel swap. You know, and yeah. I'm, yeah, and and I don't my know. Hand, that's a whole other conversation. I, I know, I know the the drop of my 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 Remington 700, the SPS, which is the only thing original to that gun now is the barrel and the, and the chamber. Uh, but I think my drop at a thousand meters is right at 34 feet on 164 grain um, match grade uh, ammo that I shoot out of it. So, yeah, you gotta have that 10 MOA rail on the front to get that to get all that can dial it up high enough. So. I, I miss shooting long range. I'm hoping somebody will get a range that I can come play thousand meters on. So. We're working on it. I know we're working on it. It's uh, buying land. Buying land is never a quick endeavor, you know, especially, especially when the land you're trying to buy. <laughs> yeah, when there, there's a family fight in the middle of it, yeah. and it's like just drama fest, and you're like, okay, like look, you know, let's let's just let's just make this happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Hey, I saw a question that came in on the super chat. Uh, somebody was asking about showing you one of the, or, or showing one yeah. of the, the thermals. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Can you show a couple of the thermals? You got two PVS 14s. Very cool. 
um, means you, you're you well-equipped, and so is a, a close personal friend that you trust with your life. Um, but, but the thermals. So if you go to brushbeater.store and you click on uh, the drop-down menu, that'll the equipment menu, um, you'll see night vision, thermal, and IR lasers. Um, I'm, I'm going to recategorize those a little bit now that I've got so many things. I've got more stuff on the way, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you'll you'll see them. Uh, AGM is one of the manufacturers that, that I work with, and Trigicon is the other one. Um, you know, so they're two very well-known names in, in, you know, in the, in the market, in the industry, and, uh, you'll be able to check out the specs on each of those respective optics. I'm going to tell you, uh, since we're on the topic, best bang for the buck, best bang for the buck. And I, I'm going to, uh, have some YouTube videos that are going to be coming out before too long. Um, but I'm telling you for a thermal, the best bang for the buck is a clip on thermal unit. Because what you can do a lot like how, um, you know, we, we would do this with the AR, uh, the M4 back in the day, but you would have a mount for a PBS 14. You, mm -hmm. could, you could run it out in front of, of the, uh, the ACOG so that if I was going to be observing something for a long period of time and didn't have access to PBS 22 or PBS 30, or have the retail space for it, um, you know, th that was a way that you could do it. You could get away with that on 5.56. Five, you really couldn't do it with anything. Uh, bit bigger than that, yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, no. Because uh, it just jar a PVS-14 mm -hmm. all the pieces. But, but, uh, clip-on thermal units, on the other hand, are, are designed for this role. They go in front of your day optic. And what's really cool is that, you know, you can – I can hold these. They're, they're not very large. They're, you know, um, fits in a, in a pouch on a chest rig or, or whatever mm -hmm. it is I'm doing. And, uh, I have a weapons mount, throw that in front of your daytime optic and you're good to go. Uh, yep. a little bit of focusing, a little bit of adjustment here and there. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, you, you've got, you've got a really incredible, uh, package. Now, if you want a dedicated weapons site, there's a lot of reasons for that. I'm going to go yeah. into those uh, when yeah. I start, you know, um, getting into that. There, there's a lot of reasons you want a dedicated weapon site instead of a clip on. But um, I think maximum versatility, you're looking at well, a clip on unit. That, that's really what you want. Your clip ons, too, you're, you're going to get a change in impact. And and you yeah. you need to you need to run that thing and shoot it enough so that you know that, all right, when I clip this yep. on, I'm, I'm two inches low and right. You know, and mm -hmm. you're not going to modify your optic. You're going to start using uh -huh. Kentucky windage, you know, and, and changing your, your aim. It's just like running a suppressor. Yeah. You have a suppressor zero and mm -hmm. a whole dope table for that. Yeah. You have, you know, your, your unsuppressed zero. Yep. And, you know, I don't care what any suppressor manufacturer tells you. No. Uh, impact shift or whatever. Yeah, nah, that's uh, uh, you, you now there might be a minimal one. Yeah, I can tell you that you know, dead air cans, there's a very minimal one though. There, that's the they, way. Yep, they they yeah, and there's other companies, but it's just you know, unsolicited shout out to them. They 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 yeah. build a quality product, but I can tell you from personal experience that. You're going to have a shift. 
I'm just telling you. And there's a lot of reasons for that. It might not be because you're throwing more weight on the end of your barrel, which is part of it. Um, but the burning gases that are still coming out of there, there's a little change in the trajectory, a little slowdown of it. Because basically a suppressor is putting on a, a, a muffler on a car. Yes, yeah, essentially what you're doing. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, there's, and when you take that muffler, anybody, anybody has got a V8 knows you take that muffler off. You, yeah, you, you, you want, it sounds great too. You know, you, you're getting the, the engine can actually breathe a little bit better. Right. So it's, it's yeah. pushing those gases out a little bit better. Um, so, you know, any, anyway, we would get on that topic, uh, talking about thermal, um, right now I've got some 384 units in and some 640. What I'll tell you is right now, uh, bottom line up front, the 640 units are the absolute best that you can get on the market. I know yeah. that there's a 1200 something rated one out there, but you're talking at that point, you're talking over $10,000. Yep. Um, the, the most, and if you got that money, that's cool. But, uh, you know, I don't personally. Yeah, so no. 640. Looking through a 640, I'm telling you, it's gonna blow you away. Um, you're gonna that's you're gonna be like, man, wow, this is, this is really incredible. AGM, I think, is knocking it out of the park. The 384 units are perfectly good as well. This, you know, I, I'm nothing bad at all about them. And I think at their price point, they are they are absolutely some of the best optics that you can add. And um, one other thing is is that. Uh, you know, if you had to buy one or the other, I, I get this question. I've got this question actually a lot here in the past couple of months, like one or the other night vision or thermal. You really need both. You do. It's kind of like asking if I if I need a, a hammer or a pipe wrench, like they're, they're different things. But what I'll yeah. tell you is um, moving under nods. If you're going to be moving around, you need nods. Yep. Static observation, thermal. Thermal. Yep. I always tell people like, uh, Thermal is, is target identification. Nods can be target acquisition. But mm -hmm. if, if a guy's camo and movement is on point in the dark in the daytime, you know, and you can't see him, uh, you're not going to see him at night with nods. It's, you're going to have an even harder time. Okay. So that's where the thermal comes in. That's your target verification, oh, you know. And uh, uh, people there. think, too, like you can't use a thermal during the day. It's like, yes, you can. Yeah, it, No, you totally do. Yeah. You will suffer for some from some thermal bloom. Yep. Um, you know, and, and depending heat, on the temperatures, heat. depending on the temperatures, yeah, yeah. you know, like right yeah, now out here at 22 degrees, a thermal is a fantastic device to have. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, there ain't no thermal bloom out there right now. Yeah. there No, there's no thermal bloom out here right now. Uh, I was yeah. out earlier with my breach cause I got my breach right in there and, uh, I mm -hmm. walked out on the porch and I was looking, we've got a little bit of a loom tonight. There's a little bit of a moon and I was looking with my nod and my PBS 14 and I was like, where are them damn goats at? And I couldn't see them. Well, I picked up the FLIR, and it was like they're just right there on the other side of the fence. But with yeah. my with my nods, I couldn't see them um, because you know we've got a little dust in the snow on the ground. White goats, you know, and they blended in right. very well. So, yeah, pick up the thermal though, and there they it all are. Good too. Goats That's their purpose really around here. We ate goats the first three nights I was here. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Get your little pressure cooker out. Oh Put yeah, over in there, boy. Mm. Goat and rice, man. That's what we was living on here for a few days. So until mm -hmm. we uh till we finished off the, the what we had. So Spray then we switched to saffron over in there, boy. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, some curry, a little curry on them. A little curry. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's what we was doing. So, my 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 central Caucasian genetics coming out now. I'm gonna say hi. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. So so uh today's been an interesting day. Actually, it's been an interesting week, and it's just getting more and more interesting uh with the, the goings on, particularly on the other side of the this rock that we're all on, this marble, you know. Um Boy. Iran launched ballistic missiles into Pakistan. Deep into Pakistan, Pakistan, too. Deep into Pakistan. While at the same yeah. time, they were conducting joint naval drills. Pakistan and, and Iran were conducting joint naval drills at the same time, uh, which Pakistan immediately broke off. They recalled their ambassador and expelled the Iranian ambassador. So uh, mm -hmm. being as Pakistan has nukes, man, how do you how do you see this playing out? You think they're going to um, take it to the mat, or is this just going to be a bunch of bluster and Typical BS and nothing's going to happen. I hope for typical BS and nothing's going to happen. So I think there, there's a couple of things occurring simultaneously. Um, I don't know a ton about the actual targets that they hit other than seeing the, the BDA from it. That yep. damage assessment. Yep. Um. <sighs> I would not be surprised, and this is just my opinion, you know, disclaimer. Mm. I would not be surprised if Iran hit some some targets that it knew that, that they knew were working with the United States uh, because we still have a significant uh, intelligence activity that's going on in Pakistan all oh, over. Yeah. And it the, specifically where this this attack occurred was in Balochistan, which is uh, the southern end of, of Pakistan, the you know, along the coastline. Mm -hmm. Um we have a large number of assets there that that are you know are, are friendly. Um Pakistan is a very duplicitous allies, as people know, there are in Pakistan is several countries kind of put together. Yeah. That's it's like it, yeah. don't really it's, a, it's a bunch of states. Uh, yeah, that kind of you know, you know, the, the British created Pakistan, they, yeah, they, they created did. the country, it didn't exist before that, it was just you know, different tribal areas, and they created this country of Pakistan. and it's it, that's why uh, Pakistan is a uh, is literally a political basket case. So Iran doing that coming right on the heels of the uh, attacks and Erbil, Erbil, yeah. You know, obviously there was a level of coordination here. Something was going on. Um, I would not be surprised if those were Western assets that they had targeted. Mm -hmm. In the exact same manner, um, make makes sense, and the Pakistan nation, like the, the government of Pakistan, has to say, you know, hey, we're gonna, you know, the Islamabad government says we got to say something about this at face value. Yeah. Um, that's typically the, the response you're gonna get is to break off whatever joint snap drill you were doing. Mm -hmm. Then yep. the ambassador home for a little bit. He'll end up coming back. Yep. It's yep. kind of what they do. And and you got to understand too that with this, they're a very long range civilization. 
I mean, these, these, yeah. you're talking about people who've been around for thousands of years, and they really don't like each other that much anyway, no. uh, to begin with. So what we're seeing is kind of kind of you know business as usual for that part of mm-hmm. the world. Anybody that's been in Afghanistan knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, and with India coming out and India coming out coming out and supporting Iran immediately after, that was a shocker to me. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that. Yeah, there's there's just so many political footballs that are going on back and yeah. forth, you know, yeah. and and so Pakistan has served the Chinese very well in, in the PRC. Iran has served China very well as well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and they have pretty deep ties with one another, but individually, <clears throat> it's kind of like, you know, Chris, you're my friend, you're a very good friend of mine. And let's say, you know, this is dude Jeff over here is a really good friend of mine, too. You hate his guts. Yep. But he's my buddy. You don't want to say nothing bad about him in front of me because, you know, that we're we're boys. Right. You're boys. And it's the same. He he can't stand you either. But he doesn't want to say anything bad about you in front of me because, you know, we're boys. And and that's kind of the. That's a it oversimplifies it a little bit, but not really about how the politics between China trying to juggle each one of these these nations is is working out for them. And mm-hmm. while on one hand we could say, well, you know, they're they're not new to this game because they're not, but in the geopolitical sense, China kind of is new at this, and so they're they're trying to balance. This, these countries that really don't like one another, they have historical mm-hmm. feuds with each other. Um, and, and so, and, and then you've got India in the mix, which doesn't like China, yeah. obviously nope. doesn't like Pakistan. Nope. Uh, that you know, they're in a cold war with one another. And, and yes, they uh, are. You know, I've long said if there's going to be a nuclear exchange anywhere in the world, it's going to be between India and Pakistan. Well, now, um, now that you said that, though, what bringing up nukes? I just want to run this past you real quick. What do you think of the the reports coming out about out of the Bundeswehr, out of, out of the German military, about their anticipation of being in full engagement with Russia uh, within twelve months, and then the Brits coming out and kind of echoing that sentiment? I mean, I thought oh, that was a bit of a reach. I thought that was a bit much for the Germans to be putting that out, but big time. Because they saw it, they, they, they said they expected it to go nuclear, and their and their docks had dropped. So no, no, I saw all that. I yeah, saw all that. Yeah. But it, it so it let's, let's think about Ian Fleming. Let's think yeah. about Ian Fleming, right? Back in the day, you know, Ian Fleming, James Bond, yeah, you know, 007, all that stuff, right? Well, how how did Ian Fleming get famous originally? Do you know? The real Ian Fleming, yeah, the writer. Well, yeah. How did how did he get famous before he was a writer? How did he get famous? He was in espionage. He was famous before he was a writer. Yeah, because he was involved in espionage. Mm -hmm. So, so he he devised a a campaign that was a big part of the D Day landing, and what he did was he took known double agents Mm -hmm. from Britain who were executed for espionage, but nobody knew that they were actually, the, that these guys were yeah. actually killed. He assumed their identities essentially and was, was they planted, playing them in the field. 
They, yeah. Well, there was that, but he planted false evidence on their bodies and let them wash ashore. Washed up. Yep. And so now they've got they they've got false orders and you know all, all of these things, and it was genius because the Germans believed it lock and stock, yeah. right? It was a leak, it was yeah. a leak, an intentional so, leak, an intentional leak. So whenever yeah. I hear like like let's look at the totality of the circumstances, Ukraine's pretty much done, right? It's, yeah. that's a done deal. Yeah. Um, by February, I think it's interesting that they gave. Uh, a timeline, quote unquote, or it could happen within the month. Well, that's because within the month, there that's when Ukraine's going to have its real hard deep freeze. Mm-hmm. And that's when the tanks start rolling. Mm-hmm. And that's when the shit's going to hit the fan there. And yeah. what, so what NATO's worried about is that that they're not they don't they don't have the armor i mean all nafo guys we've seen the videos have been coming out in the past couple days like oh look they took out another bmp2 like yeah or the or the the breakthrough and an m2a2 check out the 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 t90 well it was three m2 three bradley's fighting that single uh t90 and uh it's it's dude at this point it's kind of like like a team that's that's getting his ass whooped yeah. In the fourth quarter, they like when when the other team has got their their fourth string in there, and now all of a sudden, you know, like yeah, they, they all of a sudden they got they, you know, they're like oh they scored a touchdown like the Panthers because Panthers fucking suck right yeah yeah like that that's my time <laughs> the Panthers suck the worst team in the NFL like they're Ooh. almost the worst team in the history of the NFL yeah. and, and like. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, so it's like, oh, they, they oh, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, they yeah. scored a touchdown. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, come on, man. Like, you're not playing yeah. against the you're not playing against the first string, and, nah, and that's like, what the, the, the nah, man. All the all the all the uh, Ukraine fans have got so much hope invested in, in them, and the level of graft that takes place over there is beyond the pale. People well, don't even how really many, understand it. How many of those Ukraine fans, you know the answer to this, how many of those Ukraine fans have volunteered to go over there? Man, they yeah, need man. bodies. Yeah, they, they do. They got a foreign legion. You can there. join it and go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's just, it, it's like, look, man, come on. You're, you're cheerleading. You're cheerleading the butchering of people. Yes. And, the and you're so far removed from it that yeah. it's, it's, this is tragic. It really yeah. is. And, and and my heart goes out to Ukrainian people. Um, you know, I've been following this conflict since 2014, man. So like when, when Donbass yeah. broke out and all of that, I you know, I, I was I was tracking that when it was going on in the video. I was I watched the I watched the Maidan go down pretty much live. Um yeah. I watched this stuff as it was occurring live. And and seeing McCain and and uh, and Newland over there, and there's morons oh, that are yeah. involved in that, and, and watching watching us uh, mm-hmm. like in real time foment Dude. a civil war. You know, the two angels and, of death right there. Yeah, that, when McCain, you see them show Newland. up, start crying, man. Um, Dude, and then about to wreck your country. And then knowing too, like what uh, was done to the the people of Eastern Ukraine, like when. When we got our guy in there, I'm not going to say their names because they're such pieces of garbage, but he makes it illegal to speak Russian in Ukraine. So 
Eastern Ukraine is inhabited by ethnic Russians. Russian is their yeah. language. And you just got to be like someone coming into power here and saying you can't speak Spanish in America. We'd have some pretty upset folks in this country, you know. Um, so I understood their grievances. Um, and it was just it was us pushing yeah. a war over natural gas sales. That's all it was about. That's how the yes, whole thing exactly. started. And, exactly. and most people yes, have no exactly idea. It was. Yeah, it's all it was. And it's, it's it, I mean, it's, it's sad. Um, it's really sad. And, and but the thing is now is that NATO needs something to continue to justify the Scargantuan budget. Yeah. Right. And and everything else has has failed. And so, oh, Russia might. Okay. Like, here's a dose of reality, man. The Russian military did not perform particularly well either. Um, You know, now there's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. You can chalk that up how you want. They, they, they learned some damn hard lessons. Um, They did not do as well as is what they should have is what no, they well the the soviet doctrine man they were still operating under soviet doctrine essentially and the russians combined arms actions are not their strong suit let's just leave it at that you know they're not good at combined arms no. you know and the other day when they lost that an 50 and and that il-22 got shot up uh i mean i gotta hand it to the ukrainians that was a brilliant trap but i got a feeling we laid that trap and the ukrainians just pulled the trigger but the loss of, of that AN fifty yeah, was absolutely. massive for again for yeah. Russia. That was yeah. I, I mean, mean they they're 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 like they're. I will say they're a peered adversary. Yes, yes. But as far as their technically, force technically, yeah, capability, yeah, yeah. As far as their force projection capability across Europe, no. come no. on, man. Like, come no. on. They, they no. look the reason here, and here's the thing. If they were to expand any further from, let's say they take Ukraine, they, they take all of uh-huh. Ukraine. I, I don't think that's unrealistic. I don't. I don't think it I don't is either. Find it. I, I don't think that's going to happen. No. But let's say, let's say for the sake of argument, they do. Where else would they go? They, they're going to have their hands tied trying to pacify that area. Where are they going to go? They're going to go to the Baltic states. They're going to hit those. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's going to happen. Um, yeah. Probably going to happen anyway. More than but likely, they're not going to go any further than that. No, they everybody says have... that Poland will be their next victim, but that's never no. going to happen. It's never why. So he, here's the thing for all the the people that are that are out there hewing and crying about that. They gained a foothold in Ukraine because that part of Ukraine was already Russian aligned. Yeah, Poland is not. They're not going to invade Poland, dude. You can't. Like they they don't the Russians learned the hard way in World War II that Poland is not a place you want to be screwing around. Yeah, no, right? it's not. <laughs> they they like you know they they don't have they don't really have anything other than hey we want to you know we want to do business with you or else. That's kind of been their their whole mantra. Yep. That the Soviets were that way when uh, the the prime minister or president of Poland died mysteriously in a plane crash. Yeah. Um, the day after that he met with Putin, you know, I mean, it, it was very suspect. Dude, mm-hmm. the polls are not going for that, man. And, and no. but, but I will tell you this, I will tell you this, Poland is not particularly enamored with NATO either. No, uh, they're not. Especially they, with anybody the- that thinks, 
Yeah, no, no, man. Anybody thinks, oh, yeah, well, Poland no. is like, no, because especially because with their current the infighting. Yeah, so the I, immigration I remember, thing, man. I can't remember who it was. It was one of the one of the higher echelon reps of Poland got up there and was talking about that. He was talking to a reporter and he's like, no, the reason we don't have the crime, the reason we have the lifestyle that we have in Poland is because we will not accept Muslim refugees. And no. he said it right out loud. And like, well, isn't that, isn't that, you know, Islamic? He's like, I don't care what you call it. We're not taking those people. He's like, what the, look what they're doing mm-hmm. the rest of the world. And, uh, and so that's the big deal for, for Poland is they're trying. And so now they're being called nationalists. And so this whole left movement that's currently taking place in Poland with the, the, their, the jailing of, of those two cats who were convicted of crimes. Um, yeah. it's, it's a big deal in Poland, but, Everybody was like, "Oh, there's a leftist coup taking place in Poland." I was like, "It's not a, it's not a coup. There's no coup taking place. They're doing some internal housekeeping. Is all they're doing." So yeah, there's there's no coup in Poland. This is not no, no. Um, yeah, and as far as uh the in Sweden, Sweden's you know they they're they're shaking. Sweden and Norway are both uh, you know rattling the the war drums because it, there's there's a reason for that too. Um, they have a lot of internal strife going on in their country because people yes, are they do. Up. like yep. oh wait a minute in Sweden wait a minute who who is it that's doing all these rapings and arson arson yep that's something you don't ever really hear about in the United States yep what's going on with well, torching people's cars who is it that's doing it Somalis. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, and don't you think it's kind of interesting? Wait a minute. Didn't a, didn't a bunch of Somalis, Somalis burn down most of Minneapolis? Wasn't that Somalis? What do they call Minneapolis? Like, you know, Little Somalia? Isn't that what we call that? When, no, you, when you take, you've got two European areas, 100% mostly homogenous, and similar climate, by yeah. the way. Homogenous, very low crime. Mm-hmm. And they both have a culture that's very accommodating. Yeah, yes. you know, is here's the thing. Um, you know, in Norway, when when you're con- convicted of capital murder in Norway, the maximum sentence, maximum prison sentence they have there is ten years. Right oh, now, that shit. changed under Anders Breivik, and, and yeah. there's obvious reasons why. But yeah. ten years, you get ten years as a maximum sentence. The reason for that is, is that the ostracization of, of of you from society is more detrimental to the, the psyche of a, a Norwegian or a Scandinavian, rather, uh, to extend all, all the, you know, Finland, Sweden yeah. and, and Norway as well. That's that that is that is so much bigger of a punishment to you than anything that may happen in prison is the fact that you are now isolated from from the 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 larger entity and this is what they mean um this is the reason that those countries are are uh, socialized to the degree that they are because it's, it's voluntary participation in this right because you're part of a larger society well the, yep. the the problem is there is that when they accommodate people who are foreign into that system they immediately take advantage of it because yes, they they're do. stuck thinking well, you're just gonna. You, well, we're all people. You're just gonna acclimate it to. But they don't, no, right? They don't. We and and when you you look at states like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, right, South Dakota, North Dakota, these were settled 
largely in, in you know, Il, uh, northern Illinois as well. Mm-hmm. These were settled by German and Scandinavian immigrants who came here who held on to that culture. Well, now all of a sudden, you got the same shitheads coming in causing the same problems in the same yep. places. And it and and it's uh, you know, until you know, the rot is too difficult to to even deal with anymore. And that's yeah. that's the point that they've gotten to. When, when that happens, what do you need? You need a war. Right? Yep. You need a war to justify all the other things that 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 are going on when you have internal strife. And so that's the reason that you're seeing that language. And they're using uh Gateland, which is a, a small island in in the Baltic Sea. They're using that saying, you know, oh uh uh you know, the Russians will take that out. Who cares? I mean, first yeah. of all, who cares? It's not really as significant. Yeah, okay, they're, they're taking a piece of NATO territory. But they're not even going to do that. All right? They're, they're not even going to do They're not interested in that. No. Um, at the end of the day, the Russians are, are most interested in, in business and having stable trading partners. Mm-hmm. And we've done everything to thumb our nose at that. And, uh, you know, if you look at it from the other side there, they got a reason to be a little ill about that. And they're going to do something about it. And, and what yeah. you have is good old fashioned oil war. You know, you look yeah, back I, at the world wars, that's exactly what yeah. it is. I watched, I read a, I read a paper on Putin several years ago and it was, it came up with some very interesting points. And it was the one thing Putin wanted more than anything was to be accepted on the world stage as a global leader. That's what he, right. that's all he wanted. And we right. did everything in our power to prevent that. And I think Trump well, was on the right path with Putin. You know, strong, yeah. firm, but fair, you know. And, and let's see if – I've always said this, and a lot of people think I'm nuts, but if, if the U.S. and Russia were to come together as allies, that could rule the world. Like, that could literally rule the world. And I don't well, mean it in a negative that's, way. That's but, the problem. Is yeah, I know. That's not, I don't mean it's business competition. Yeah. You know, it, and, and anybody wants to know what the Cold War really boiled down to, yeah, we we can say oh, it was a, the noble fight against communism and all this stuff, which it should have been. Yeah, and if it was, it was one we lost. Yeah, big why time. is it? Why is it we got more commies, more Bolsheviks in the United States now, Marxists and than ever in our history? I'm not sure what we won, but now what they don't what it really teach history no more. To, that's why because they don't teach no. history, not real history. So no, they teach they they teach social studies, not civics. Yes. But no, um the 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 real reason the Cold War was going on was it was business competition. Yep. That's what it was all about. I mean, yep. you you've got you know, we, we had Boeing, what'd they have? Aeroflot. Aeroflot, you know? yep. <laughs> we we've got our military industrial complex, they got their military industrial complex. Yep. We sold yep. equipment to, to client, quote unquote, client states. States, and they did. They the sold same their thing. equipment to client states. Yep. It's business. It's it all about it all who, who was under your it's umbrella and, and how much hardware <clears throat> and oil could you sell to them. That's what it right. boiled down it's, to. It's still business. It never yeah. wasn't about business. Yeah. And guess what? Looking at the CEO of United States Incorporated sitting in the White House. That dude ain't all there, okay? No, no, no he's not, not competent. No, he ain't competent. So no. I, I mean, and and that's how you gotta look at it. You, you know why is it? Why is it, for example, in China, 
you look at, at China, Communist Party uh, or CCP, Chinese Communist Party. Um, why is it that we their leaders in the past all wore Mandarin collars and you know Mao Zedong? When you 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 see him, right? He's wearing a, a very plain outfit. Mm-hmm. Not ornate at all. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, very uh, uh, the the style. If we were applying that to architecture, would be brutalist style. Yeah. And why is he wearing that with what's called a Mandarin collar for a reason? He's he's that image is solidarity with, with the, the people. Culture. That's what it represents, right? Yep. And all of their leaders did that up until uh, the guy that immediately was predecessor to Xi Jinping. I forget his name. Um, oh yeah, because it was a while back. Yeah, and I'm not an expert on China, but it's just an observation here. You look at Xi Jinping. You ever seen him wear all that stuff other than Mm-mm. than ceremonial? No. Yeah, he's always in a suit. He's always in a business he, suit. Right. He he's the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, but he's a businessman. At the yeah. end of the day, they are presenting him his his people, his groomers. Right, because they all have them. All politicians yep. got them. Right, they're presenting him as his business leader. He he's he's the leader of the the world's economy, well, according to him. And there's a strong case to be made for that. There is. What do you make of his his uh, his present purge of his his uh, upper echelon brass? That's just business as usual. In That's China, in do. Russia, in particular, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just what you do. You shuffle things up, man. If, yeah. if so, as uh, Michael Francis has been famous for saying that, you know, government, all, all government, all governments form of the mafia, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the rise of, of the Russian mob after 1992 is, is kind of a good example of that. Um, so if, if you look at it like that and you know, you know, going back to all, all the old mob movies, you know, the Godfather, man, um, everybody is looking to take your place at the table. They want you. Yep. They want to remove you. And so how do you do that? If you're Michael Corleone. Oh, OK, that's yeah. fine. I know you're plotting against me. You might smile to my face, but I know yep. what you're fixing to do. I got you. Yeah. And what you do is is that when 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 you shuffle things up like that, I put you outside of your comfort zone. You can't plot against me because you don't yeah. trust anybody around you anymore. Not yet. All of those comes and we do this in the United States too. Yes, we do. Obama we do sure it did time. it. Pentagon did it. The the Pentagon did it. All right. So remember it was about a decade ago, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit more. When uh Petraeus all mm-hmm. the emails came out from Petraeus. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Why did that get leaked? Because they're all doing this. They're all having yeah. these conversations. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like because because they decided he had too much power and he was too dangerous to their ends and it was time mm-hmm. for him to go. He wasn't playing team ball no more. That's all it was. Clipped so. them wings, man. Yep. Oh, and by the way, the way that we got you now, you can't trust anybody else you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, because you you know, I mean, you know this seed in the back of their brain. Yeah. These you are supposed to be secure, you're these to. You supposed to be secure conversations. These are people that I really trusted, and yet here's those mm-hmm. communications now in the light of day. Because nothing disinfects better than the light of day. I mean, you know, 
bringing this it, stuff out of the dark. It's a it's a human management technique. I mean, yeah. it's, it, none of this stuff is anything new. No. And that that's exactly what Xi Jinping do, is doing. You know, the pundits out there who are kind of full of hopium. Uh, you know, well, see, look, this is evidence that China's collapsing. China ain't collapsing, folks. Uh, I'm sorry, man. They've got some you, issues, you know. but they're not collapsing. They got demographic oh, issues, yeah, they, they got economic issues. issues. They got some serious issues, but they're not going that, anywhere. That brings us back to Pakistan. Yeah. China has to have a stable Pakistan. Yeah. If they don't, and that's the reason that they're showering them with equipment and, and you know, long-term loans and bringing them in on the Beidou guidance system and all that. Mm -hmm. The reason that they're doing all that is not because they're enamored with Pakistan and give shit about them. Nope. And everybody knows it. Pakistan, yeah. they'll give a shit about Pakistan. <laughs> really at the yeah. at the end of the day this is true is, they're like four different countries meddled yeah. together yep they have to have a stable pakistan because if they don't all of the 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 guys that are thumping the quran out there which is a lot of them yeah and they get to to thinking of uh, getting some some plans worked up for al Khorasan, right which is central mm -hmm. asia yeah, Islamic Republic of Central Asia. Yeah. Well, Zhejiang province is a big piece of it. In the Uyghurs, that's yeah. they're going to get them cranked up if Pakistan allows that movement to foment, and they could, they very well could, mm -hmm. and that that brings us back to those targets that Iran hit. It's it's probably outside of the the realm of possibilities that that they were doing that. Those places were probably spy stations yeah. on the border with uh you know whether it was safe houses or listening posts or whatever. They were on the border with Iran, but we we've got plenty more that are working our way up towards China, yeah. and they're itching to hit those. It, well, it's it's reason. like when you said earlier, like this is all business, so. The, the Iranian hit on Erbil. They hit a bunch of empty buildings that had been at, in like in 2017 were being used by uh, like Peshmerga types. And then they hit the one Kurdish mm -hmm. house of a Kurdish businessman. And and I said when that happened, I was like, this is business. This is all about business. This is Iranian generals taking out competition, using the state yeah. arm to do it. And, and that's so, all that was. Iran... Iran sees the Kurds as an ally occasionally, and that at other times yeah. they see them as a strong annoyance. Yeah, not to the degree that Turkey does. Turkey, oh, yeah. you know, the, the Erdogan would would eradicate him if if, if he could. Um, it would be diff very difficult to do, but he he's yeah. Er Erdogan sees the Kurds very very much the same way as as he looks at the Armenians. As yeah. you know, I want you people gone like completely yeah. because your existence is apostate to my long-term aim, and his is, is to rebuild the Ottoman. And a lot of the, the the Ottoman nationalists in in Turkey look at the existence of the Armenian state as this was our first downfall right here. That, that brought down the Ottoman because mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't know about Armenian history and I'm part Armenian. And I mean, this, this was passed down in my family was 
was the Russians were the ones that stepped in and put an end to the Armenian genocide. You know, the, the Soviet government came in because they enough of this is enough. Right. The European yeah. powers were concerned with it, but it was kind of outside of what they could take care of. And it was it was the Russians, the, the Soviet government that came in. And that was why Armenia is, uh, which, of course, is the oldest Christian population in the world. Um, it's the oldest church in the world. Mm -hmm. And, the, you know, the, there's some historical uh, reasons for that as well. They, they were able to get outside of um, the, the reach of the Roman Empire. Uh, and, and found the, the very, very early church. But, um, you know, the, the Russians looked at them as, as part of under their protectorate. And then, of course, they were a Soviet state uh, for a while and, uh, you know, throughout the entirety. And they, they had a peaceful transfer of power, too, in 1990, yeah. 1990 I think. Uh, I'll have to go back and ask Stan because he, he's the expert on it. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> why well, he's Armenian too? So it's, yeah, yeah, he's got but, the blood. Um, it, it's it's uh, point is behind all that is, is that you know here in in United States we have this very canned. Uh, we have a very like we have our own view of world politics oh, that yeah. are ir completely irrespective of. Reality. The longevity that, that these civilizations have with one another. Yeah. And the Iranians are looking at, at this whole thing like, you know, you're the brief moment in time. The West right. is the brief moment in time. Yes, we're the flash in the pan right now, and, and, and we're too big for our britches. But, guys, tonight what we're going to do is we're going to keep this running, and uh, we're going to hopefully the after show will flow right into that. So if you're watching on Rumble, you should be able to just keep watching on Rumble. So I'm letting you guys know this. So if you see this drop out, Rumble. jump to Rumble, and hopefully we're going to just keep going if that works is what we're hoping for. Um, hopefully it don't end everything. But but I was going to say, Russ, I want to keep this going for a while. We're not going to stop yet. One thing I want to do is we're going to run a quick little uh, promo for Mountain Readiness, guys. That is coming up in May 3rd through the 5th. And I'm going to put you on the spot, man. You going to come? You coming to Mountain Readiness? Come set up a booth, dude. You get free spot. You know that. May 3rd to the 5th. Let me – I should be back from – hold on. Pulling up the calendar. What are we doing in – I want to be there. What are we I doing in uh, Montana in August? Because In August? It's on my calendar. Yeah. I'm not going to be in Montana in August. Dolio is going to be in Montana in August. I thought you were going to be there too. I'm going to be in Montana 1st of May. 1st of, of May is when I come back. So okay. when is Mountain Readiness? Third to the fifth. All right. Yeah, I'll be there. I ain't gonna have a booth. Awesome. Yeah, I'll you are. Down there and hang out. Ah, all right. Set up a booth, man, because you will sell. Hey, let me ask you this: Are the cool kids gonna have? Their I'll thing bring some stuff. I'll bring, bring some, some stuff. stuff. People set up a table. You stuff. set up in my booth with me, dude. We'll we'll sell out of there. But yeah. are we gonna have the? We're gonna have that thing for the cool kids. Is that happening? What we was talking about yesterday. More thing for the cool kids. Come on now. You don't remember the thing for the cool kids we talked about yesterday? You were going to order a thousand of them, remember? Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, what hey, quick... thing for the cool kids? Let, you know, I mean, let me run this quick promo. We'll come right back, guys. We'll be right back. All right. Hang on. Hey, folks. This is T, and this is Mountain Readiness.
It doesn't matter what the event is that, that makes this thing go pop. It's, uh, it's gonna be water, shelter, fire, food, security. That's it, that's what you need in a nutshell. Folks, this is T. Yeah, I know that said Fallout. The commercial coming on again. Yeah, Woo! I, uh, I, uh, I, we haven't edited that to take uh, Fallout out, but May 3rd to the 5th, and you guys heard it here first. We will have Brush Beater Actual at Mount Readiness. And I'm going to drag Sasquatch down there too, Alan. He's, I'm going to make him. Make I him will, I, I will be there on the 4th. Cool, for man. Sure, for sure. Right. Um, I, I mean, I may be there on the 3rd. We'll see. Uh, and also, yeah, well, yeah. Whenever, whenever you can get there, bro, just come down and hang out for a couple of days with us. And that, since we're talking there. expos and stuff, we've got some events coming up in Kentucky in March, guys, that we're going to be at. Um, let's see if we get those up on to Dust screen there, producer Russ in the background. We'll get them up in a minute. But we're going to be at a couple of events in Kentucky uh, a week apart from each other. So Kentucky Sustainable Living, we're going to be at that great little show. And we will be at the, yeah, what do they call it? The Bushcraft Survival Skills uh, Show as well. So these things are like a week apart, and we are going to be up in Kentucky. We're just going to be there hanging out uh, and catch both of those events. So you guys well, in Kentucky, Kentucky come check us out. Come hang out with us. Um, I'm really looking forward to the to this one that's on the screen now because I'm going to be in a booth beside EJ Snyder, and I like screwing with EJ. He's a good dude. So yeah, um, right on, man. There. Yeah. So dude, that's awesome, I, man. I love I, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's I just beautiful, man. Kentucky, man. Yeah. The it's caves, the rivers, the, the, the caves Dave, and stuff that are up there, man. We, we uh we used to get horses down from Kentucky. My my neighbor, which you you know, you've seen that farm yep. and everything. Yeah. My neighbor growing up, when he would come back from Brazil, because he was a, a tobacco trader, and um, when he'd come back from Brazil, he he would be there three months out of the year, and he would come back. And um, he was managing a, a growing operation for one of the, the big tobacco trading operations. Mm -hmm. And um, when he'd come back, he'd go to Kentucky and he'd buy a bunch of unbroke colts, bring them back. You know, and that's that's what we were doing as kids. Breaking, we, breaking you know, colts. Breaking, breaking these quarter horses. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, was, it, it builds character. That's why I've got, you know, a deviated septum in a couple of directions. Um, you know, cause putting, putting a telephone pole in the middle of a riding ring is never a good idea. No, uh, for whatever reason, this one is no. in the middle of it. I was going to say it's Man, still I there too. <laughs> Body will meet pole at some point for sure. We, uh, he, he got this colt and, um, it's a good horse, man. He turned out to be a good horse. But uh, you know, he's gelding colt, meaning he's he's cut. He doesn't. Uh, he's he's a eunuch, as as most of your horses are. Unless it's gonna be a stud horse, so you. Uh, the stud horse is not really one you want to be breaking to ride anyway. No, you no. Can. Uh, good luck. You'll be fighting him the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Um, yeah, he's it's about like riding a mule. He's got a mind of his own at that point. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this this colt man. When I got on him, I knew like I, I could just kind of he he had a look to him. It was like, uh, man, got on him, and instead of bucking, he never bucked, not even once. Really, he just took off running. Oh yeah, 
round and round. Yeah. And and I wasn't, you know, I was on him. Wasn't <laughs> I just let him run, let him let him get tired, man. Wear, Wear himself yourself out, out yeah. you know. I'm still gonna be on you. And uh he knew he, he wasn't gonna throw me. So he cut towards that telephone pole in the middle. And, and uh, I was like, uh-oh. And, I mean, he's run a dead sprint towards it. And and then cut just just a little bit off of it, knowing that was going to throw me right into it, man. Yep. Was, yeah, I met an oak tree like that know. one time. Last time I rode a horse, I met an oak tree. This, except oh, I've done that too. Yeah, it, it just made a hard left turn. It was running wide open down a dirt road. It just made a left turn. I didn't even see coming. And all I saw was oak tree. Just oof. He wanted you gone. I was just shit. Goes. I was I was 13 years old when that happened. I wasn't nearly what I am today. Oh. I was a mere shadow. See, when of you're myself. 13, you're made out of rubber, though. You can just fall and you'll be all right. Yeah. You get thrown, you'll be all right. It was hilarious because yeah. there was some old fella driving down the road and he saw it happen. And uh and I'm laid yeah. out on the ground, my glasses. I was wearing I wore glasses in in uh mm-hmm. I'm laying there, and he comes up, knocked the wind out of me, and he looked up. He looked down at me. He's like, "Are you dead?" And I'm like, <gasps> "He got me up, took me home in his car." I don't know where that horse went. I never, even, I never even went looking for it. And uh, it did show back up at the stables later after it got tired. But uh, yeah, it was. Oh yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, they always come back. The horse come back. He's smart, you know. He he come back. He wants that sweet feed. There you go, bro. He'll Everybody's wanting back. your patches in the worst way. My so, patches, you yeah, can get them brush store. I've got That's I got it. the regular ones. I've got uh, I also have the IR illuminated ones as well. That's what I need. I need that because see, yeah. I, I'm telling people that that patch, which is on my my fleece right there, uh, and there's one on the back window of my truck. The only sticker on my truck besides mine is yours because for my AO, that's an IF. You ain't got one of Carl's. No, 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 there's just yours. You ain't got, and a, mine. You ain't got a Carl Erickson decal. Nah, Don't tell nah, I'm you. not going to put no tactical. I'm not putting anything that says tactical or rifleman or anything of the such on my vehicle. That is what we call a target indicator. Uh, oh, which, man. since we're talking about domestic target indicators, let's talk domestic for a little, for a little bit after what happened uh-huh. in Iowa the other night. Let's, let's get into this whole box of shit. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, I, I was impressed, but I also know why he did it, that Vivek conceded so quickly. Uh, yeah. But you think, do you, you he, think he's the, rat the, the rumors man. are true? You think the rumors are true that he's going to be the veep for, for Trump's ticket? I, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's just, that rumor is as good as any other. Is the Haley? Uh, I rumor love how is. I love how the the Carl Rove rumor was going around. Oh, Nikki Haley is going to be the vice president. Yeah. That was that had Carl Rove's fingers all over it. Man. It yeah, it did. It said, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not what you. You know that that was no. Um, if you believe that, I got beachfront property to sell you in Boone, North Carolina. Like, come on, man. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, no, no way. But yeah. uh, as far as Vivek being being VP, maybe, um, maybe I, I would. I tell you one one person to watch out for in the the upcoming Trump administration. 
one person to watch out for, Patrick Bet David. Oh yeah. He's I I dude's got a lot on his plate, right? And yeah. and I I really like him. I, I like his approach. I, mm-hmm. I really like that dude. And he's an American success story. And, and I'm gonna tell you something about PBD that, that a lot of people don't know. He was he was in the hundred and first. Oh really? He did an enlistment in the army. He was in the hundred and first. Yep. Good dude, man. Um, I see what a comment. Ben Carson VP. Nah, I don't see yeah. that at all. Ben Ben's yeah. done. That's the thing. Yeah, he, he he's done. His he's not interested in politics. Well, it's, it's not even. It's not even that. He's he's a great man. He's a really good man. I think that Ben realized that um, he got into politics to do good. He realized that. Politics. He was he was in for the wrong reasons. He, he got in for good. Yeah, and, and he's yeah. honestly he's too good of a man. He yeah. really is. He's Ben Carson's too good of a man to be involved in politics. It's it's just not that's not good for him. Um, no, so I don't see him. I don't see him jumping back into politics. I, I don't think he has any desire to. Uh, yeah. Ramswamy being being VP. <sighs> I definitely I, I I know for a fact he's he's gonna have some place in the cabinet. Sure. Um without a doubt. Like without yeah, a cause, doubt. Because when he came out and withdrew his 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 campaign so fast after Iowa and immediately endorsed Trump, I was like, Yeah, I had the feeling that maybe that was the plan all along. That 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 him well, and Trump had polluted a little bit. Maybe and, and- I think yeah. so. So what what Ramaswamy was and is 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 he's the rat hole basically. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like this, man. It, it, anybody know what a rat hole is? Uh, mm-hmm. in, in finances, like if you you can't obtain money legally for something that's going on, um, you have somebody else get it, but you're really the beneficiary to it. And I think that's what Ramaswamy was. It's kind of like, um, you know, funny story about about one of my cousins. Yeah, he goes to a, a cattle auction, and they're they're you know showing cattle there, and uh, you know he has his son, my second cousin. He's and my cousin was significantly older than me. He's my dad's age. Um, they're showing cattle, and he's got his <laughs> he's got his son who's who's like thirteen or fourteen that's bidding on their cattle yeah. to try and yeah. jack the price up. Running the price up. And yep. he totally he totally tails on them. Totally tails on them. Because the guy bid, oh, like he's in a bidding war with this dude. You know, and the guy's trying to buy his cow and he's driving the price up. And then finally it gets to a point and he goes, you know, and, and uh, my second cousin, my cousin's uh, son, he shouts down from <laughs> From the bitter no shit. and he goes, "Is that a good price, Danny?" I mean, that, but that's like that's a comical way of explaining what yeah. that hole is. And that's what you're yeah. doing, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, I that that's what Ramaswamy was. I mean, it, it, and he is his yeah. his whole um, his whole thing, his whole mantra is the America first agenda, but a little yeah. bit more it's it's modified. It's a little bit more more kind of uh pol- the the uh Trump 16 election, you know, mm-hmm. Trump 2015 messaging was very much 
labor unions and mm-hmm. you know the whole America First agenda was the labor union platform in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that needed to be uh, modified a little bit. They, they did. There were some lessons that were learned throughout the Trump presidency. Uh, I hope that were learned. Should have. Yeah, been they, they should have learned not to get in bed with the unions. That was a huge mistake. And what the hell yeah. was the head of the teachers union doing in Ukraine the other day? I forget her name. Mm. But I know she's in Ukraine. Mm. So there's either she's either she's either rat holing uh, for Biden or there's something else afoot, but I don't, I don't, so, I don't want to get back into Ukraine, but that was just, yeah, I want to, I want to feel something. Uh, bet David can't, it's cold war person. Bet David can't be VPs, but no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I, I said he was going to be press secretary. That was what I said. You didn't listen to what I said. Yeah. Um, press secretary. And the reason I'm saying, watch this guy is because if you look at his podcast, the media people that he's had on it, and the amount of influence this dude has. Yeah. As, I mean, he's part owner of the New York Yankees. Um, this this is a guy who's a major string puller behind the scenes and influencing things in the direction you want them to be in. And here's the other thing is that uh, PBD made a video a few days ago out by, by Mar-a-Lago saying a judge in New York says that this is worth you know 18 million or whatever it is not yeah. 1.8 billion or whatever it was they valued it yeah. at. like that that's yeah. that's whatever um you know it is some ridiculous devaluation yeah. of it yeah yeah, yeah. i remember when it went down originally. Purposes. Oh, yeah. it's uh that's 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 really significant um this this guy making this video like this and and if you're not familiar with him you know, hey, that's fine. I am, and I, I really enjoy the guy and appreciate him. I appreciate his story. Um, but him as a press secretary, because you don't understand everything that it entails being a press secretary. That's because under the the um, Biden administration, press secretary has been a, a doggone joke, yeah, right? A laughing stock. But the press secretary's role is is coordination with the media, crafting um, the message. You know, and and I hate to use this example. But, um, you know, the, the, in the 90s, you know, the spin doctor room, quote unquote, of the Clinton administration, yeah. that was actually the way that, that a press secretary is supposed to run things. Yeah. Like, I know, I know that that's an unpopular, like, oh, shit, Clinton, I don't like him neither. But I'm just yeah. telling you, you, you take the good with the bad, that's, the that's how facts. things yeah. are supposed to be run. Um, but yeah, so PBD is is this. I'm telling you, if he's making a video like that, there's a lot of messaging. And if he's telling us, if he's telling the world that the conversations that are happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. are really important, and also, also he's he's really been the driving force behind these past few years of sanity in in pulling in. Um, people who maybe weren't political before, but they're like, Hey man, I know something ain't quite right. And he's, he's kind of pulling them in and his whole approach, man, of wearing a nice business suit and looking sharp and, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and having this very well polished approach to things that resonates with a lot of people kind of in the same way that Joe Rogan does. You know, people that watch Joe Rogan, you know, a decade ago, man, they ain't give a shit about politics. 
They didn't yeah. care about none of that. And and even even if they maybe like they were a little bit, you know, like yeah, they they're gonna be kind of on the liberal side of things. Mm-hmm. And now look at them. Now look yeah. at them. You know, the yeah. worst thing that the liberals, the pink hair people could have done was try to shut Joe Rogan down. Oh yeah, when they, they tried to cancel hard Rogan. Way. Yeah, when they tried to cancel yeah. Rogan, that 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 mission went off script. He's just quickly. asking questions, man. Yeah, he's just asking and, questions. That's all. And he's. He's a level-headed Dude, guy it, that will have a genuine yeah. conversation and not just argue his his stance on it. Nah. He'll, he'll have a genuine back. You know, he's one of the last he, few people that'll have a civil conversation with somebody, even if yeah. you don't like him. You know, and it, it just it it rips the curtain back. And so, you know, you get a guy like Patrick Bed David in there who who is pulling things together behind the scenes. The guy is sharp as a razor, and he knows how to work the media. He's a, like literally, he's a self-made man. He looked this guy up. Like, yeah. he's, he's a hero in my mind. He's a self-made man. This guy literally came from nothing. And look at him; he's part owner of the New York Yankees. Man, this this is a guy that I, like this is this is somebody you want on your side. So I think it's a really positive sign. Uh, get back to your Good. question about Ramaswamy. We'll see. Um, do I think he's, I don't think he's going to be a running mate. I, I, I just really don't. I, I don't see that. Um, I just don't see it. I think he, he's got, he, he's, he's, he, he serves a purpose and we'll see what it is, but he ain't a running yeah. mate. I saw somebody in the comments say something about Tim Scott. Yeah. It ain't going to be Tim Scott. Tim Scott is is too deep. He's too deeply entrenched with uh, Lindsey Graham and all of that. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be him. Rhino um, USA. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so, so who I do you think? I'll see it. Who do you think the left's gonna dust? You know, knock the dust off off of to run because Biden's not gonna be able to run. Newsom. You Gavin think it's Newsom. gonna be Newsom? I think it's yep. gonna be Michelle. I think she's gonna be a. Nah. You know, a fourth quarter, third down, Hail Mary, that they're going to just roll out real quick nah. and, I don't and just use it. the excitement behind that to drive the narrative because they I, don't have it named it. The reason yet. I disagree, I mean, and, and I, you know, obviously I could be wrong about this, but I don't think she hasn't. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Michelle Obama. <laughs> I had to catch myself. I don't think Michelle Obama <laughs> has interest in politics. Um, I don't. I do not think that the Obamas have an interest in politics in the limelight anymore. Uh, that uh, I, I can I, agree with. But I, I would. It's I would easier to do what they're doing behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's easier for them to live a comfortable life and run Shit. things from run the show from behind the scenes. I mean, yeah. the Clintons could have done that too. Hillary was was running for her own ego. I mean, oh yeah, and Trump she did felt too. She I deserved mean, it, know. but she Hillary felt yeah. she deserved it because, like I I know some guys that were on the detail on election night, um, and were in the room when when she finally realized she lost. And uh, mm. like they had to bring a doctor in and trank her like a mad rhino. She was slapping Bill and throwing champagne glasses normal. at people more than normal. They had to tranquilize her and get her out of the room. That's why she didn't come out and make a speech. They had to dart her and put her wow. down. You know, Hillary. yeah, yeah. Because she she said, "I I deserve Matt, it. I, I put in my time and I deserve this." And she just felt 
because in her head she deserved it. It was therefore so because you got to remember how the left thinks, especially during the Clinton years. I have spoke, therefore, it is fact. I have spoke, therefore, yeah. to show that and that's how they still operate. If they say it enough times, it becomes fact. And that's in their heads. They honestly, mm-hmm. I think, believe this crap. Mm-hmm. So now nah, uh, on, on the left, I definitely, you know, they're, they're running with Biden. No doubt about it. You no doubt so? really? about it. Yep. No, he, well, he that's that's already a done deal, man. Now, I think vice uh, president, the VP is going to be. Decent. Oh, really? That's All right, I can day. see that. And then what? Article 26, Joe, shortly after the election and Stan Gavin up? Maybe. Or or he just, Biden just goes away. I mean, reality is, man, he's an old man. He's in bad shape. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> they killed Scalia, didn't they? Oh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He, he died, right? Yeah. Quote, unquote. Here we go. And even a tenfold hat. All right. Dude dies with a pillow over his face. Sure, um, yeah, it's yeah. like how 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 the Russian uh, opposition has such terrible luck of yeah. falling out of windows. It's like their favorite play, fall or, or plane plays, crashes. Like, yeah, well, if you're Prigozhin, yeah, they'll just blow the wing off your. Off well, they they killed a lot of people in plane. <laughs> they have crashes, killed a shit. Well, and that throwing them out of windows is yeah. the most common. Um, dissidents get poisoned. Opposition gets yeah. falling out of windows. Yeah, they tried then, to kill Jesse Helms like that. Yeah, they did. Yes, well, they did. They tried it's, to kill uh, him it, like that. He it is crazy. barely missed that plane. Yeah. So an air flight 007. 007. Uh, yeah. 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 So, Some of y'all out there need to look that up. Yeah. I had yeah. I had Jesse Helms' nephew in class uh, a couple of years back, and he told me the whole story. Oh, let's like, let's talk they, they about that for a minute. And that that wasn't the only time they tried to kill Jesse. Oh no, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. So we're gonna we're gonna save talking about class for for after show, which we're gonna go into here in just a bit. We're gonna try this and yeah. see how it works tonight. But we're gonna talk we're gonna talk training in the after show, guys. So I highly uh, recommend you jump over to Rumble and pop into that. Uh, let me see what is this. Well, let me. I got a question that someone here. So Zach's asking, we gonna be starting Thursday lives again? Yes, we will be. Uh, not this week, guys. I'm, I'm uh, kind of off grid, as you can tell. I'm not at home. Um, those will start next week. Mel will be back with me, and uh, I don't want to do the first Facebook live without her because you know that's why you guys are all there anyway is to talk to Mel. So, and I don't blame you. But uh, those will be next week. So. Oh, yeah, I want to get into some training and stuff because things are heating up. You know, things are getting kind of hot in the country. And I know a lot of people are worried and, and a lot of people are, are doing things. I, I was on the phone with a guy today who is running at warp speed because um, he has the funding to do so. I mean, his mm-hmm. solar system's going in, backup generators there, the, the food deliveries are showing up, all the things are happening. Fences are going in. And I mean, like he's he's rocking and rolling. People are getting nervous. And um, the, talking with him, and I'm like, training, bro, you need to get training. And and he, he just doesn't have the bandwidth for that at the moment or the time. So he's he's going on the side of, I'll have all the things, and we'll sort that out later. But that's uh, it's never a good plan, guys. Uh, you know, you, you've got to have the skills mm-hmm. to use the things, or otherwise you're just a glorified loot drop, you know, uh, for people yeah. that know what they're doing, people that have been trained. And have gone out and done the things in the shitty weather when it's cold and when it's wet and when nobody else wants to be out there. 
and it sucks. Like I'll be the first to say, I, I hate the actual training side of things. Um, I've done it a lot and, and, um, I enjoy the camaraderie with training classes a lot. Like I love going out and, and meeting the people and hanging out with them and, and, and being there to assist, you know, and with all the training I've taken, I love your classes like you and, and Carl Erickson, great guys, you know, um, two entirely different flavors of training, but your classes are, yeah. are so much fun. It's sort of his, I mean, he, cause Carl's just fun anyway, but oh, yeah. your classes are a lot of fun, dude. Like, uh, it's, you know, it's a big honor to, to be mentioned alongside him. I mean, he's, he's Carl is, well, have you met him before? Have you met him? No, not in person. Well, you're gonna at, at uh, Mount. Get on a podcast to together. Yeah, he'll be at Mount Readiness. So you'll get to meet him there, you know. And uh, Emery, you'll get to meet Emery. You've already met T. So, oh yeah, yeah, Emery. He's uh, good people, man. I, I love Emery. So I was talking to him earlier today, yeah. so uh, it'll be a good time. That's why you guys have got to come to this Mount Readiness because this one's gonna be kind of epic. That, that the folks. Are no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be up there, man. Definitely, like Good. I'll, I'll get Good. I'll get back from Montana, and um, then I'll I'll beat feed up there. And, We're giving ham radio tests. Roll. We're giving out ham radio tests, dude. Okay. We're, yeah. You can sit right and take your test. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Bring some kit, man. And you'll pipe work. Hell yeah! You you want yeah, to do that? You want to be one of uh, the uh, EVs? Giver. You want to yeah, be I an am. EV? I'm a VE. I'm a Victor, I mean VE. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Come on in. We we'll make you a VE. You guys can get uh, you can get brush beater to sign your test, like you just said. That would be sign shit. your test. Hell like, yeah! I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try I to got, sit. I got my ham radio license from the the uh, some some dude from the internet that writes about radio. Nah, yeah. Well, right. now now we give our tests at Mountain Readiness. We give them on an iPad. All right, so let's do this. So Justin here saying, my man tonight's. My man here tonight, that's the guest. What type of training do you offer? So I'm going to let you roll with that because right. he offers so, all the training, guys. All of it. Yeah. So if you go to brushbeater.store, you're going to see the courses that are currently offered uh, throughout 2024. Um, I'll just go on and, and pull those up so we can just start from the top. There we go. Um, Let's roll it out. Coming up in February, uh, the scout course. So the scout course is a small unit tactics course. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. It begins with you uh, and, and your ability to shoot your weapon because, you know, everybody mm -hmm. kind of has their idea on what marksmanship is. And usually that ain't what it is. Um, <laughs> get you competent with your weapon out to 450 mm -hmm. meters on day one. Uh, and identifying A little bit targets. over 450 yards. Yeah. And, and that's, that's – and I love the way you do it too, because guys, it ain't easy. Because he, he makes it realistic. Yeah. Match training is very realistic, well, and those targets are hard to find yeah. because that's real world. Here's the deal, yeah. man. Um, what are we all wearing when we're like, all right? So let's say you know we're, we're dressed up to go to the big dance, right? What are you wearing? Yeah, wearing camo. Yeah, you're gonna be wearing yeah camo. You ain't, some you ain't wearing no no like bright white standing out. That's not. <laughs> Uh, this is how things things blaze work, orange you know? and in your blaze guys, orange hunting vest. <laughs> no, for the guys that are listening to this, who are like, Oh, yeah, but how did you determine your dope and what the better? Like, we do that too before yep. you move on to the target detection lights. Um, and I'll tell you guys, so, just you know, that first day is an eye opener for so many guys because they come in there 
because they've stood on the square range and they've done the things and they, they think they're super good at it. And then they get out there and they start getting an education, a real education. Um, and some of them, mm -hmm. some of them melt down just on the firing line at the targets, at the, at the paper targets. And, and cause they realize that the things right. they've been doing that the bad habits that they've been reinforcing to themselves, uh, when the meat meets, meets the metal, it doesn't stand up. And, uh, and that's why mm -hmm. training, like what you give dude is so like the stalk, like the, that part of the class, the stalk, yeah. you got to come out and do a salute report. Like that is so fantastic. Yeah. Um, so fantastic. Yeah. So getting, getting into camouflage concealment lanes and you're going to learn what thermal does and what it doesn't do yeah. in that, which I think, uh, for me is, is a, a really big selling point on the class is demystifies mm -hmm. some of this. Uh, quote unquote internet wisdom that's out there like you know thermal's the eye of sauron thermal does a whole lot for you i believe <laughs> me i wouldn't be uh i i would not uh divert the amount of money into getting into thermal sales if i didn't think that it's a critical piece of equipment to mm -hmm. have however you need to understand how to separate fact from fiction on it in order to help yourself because we know you know drones isr and I mean, governmental drones, not like, you know, your brother's yeah. DJI or whatever. But, um, you know, they're all using thermal as, as the way that mm -hmm. they're their primary means of, of uh, imaging. So how do you defeat that? There are ways to do it. And, and so we get into that in the course. Of course, then we get into uh, small unit tactics. So you're learning how to conduct an ambush, the, you know, all your battle drills, immediate action. Patrolling drills, techniques, uh, all the formations, all the Patrolling goodies. techniques, you're going to do that. Um, you do, uh, we, we jump into doing the same things at night. So you're doing it during the day, you're doing it at night. You are shooting blanks at one another. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't play no bullshit airsoft game. Like yep. where you No, that's, that's not the point. You're utilizing <laughs> blanks, right? You and brush beater so, is and, the official arbiter. Blanks, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And brush beater is the official know, I, arbiter of who is blanks. dead and who is not. So, cause yeah. I remember. Uh, one I mean, ambush with and you. It's, 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 yeah. It's not like a game either. No, I mean, no, no, you're no. Learning the techniques behind it. The, you know, shooting blanks accomplishes a couple of training goals. One, it's it's kind of a muted sound, but yeah, you're getting shot at by other people's yeah. weapons, right? The desensitization. Yeah. The other thing is you're running your weapon. Uh, a lot of the guys that, you know, play airsoft or whatever, they're running weapons that aren't like theirs. And, you know, well, like, like you oh, just said that. Well, I got this set up and I got that set yeah. up. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Yep. What do you have in your hands? Okay, that's that whatever you that's, put that together for, that's the weapon fight. you're running. You're gonna fight that's, with what that's you what you're gonna fight with. If yeah. the balloon goes yeah. up tomorrow, that weapon you got right there, that's what you're fighting with. So yeah. why don't you use that? Once you hunt that, that up and down these holes, yeah, and you'll learn yeah. to take some of that bullshit you got on there off because it's too heavy. Because it's too uh, fucking heavy. And that learning to react yes. to contact, that when an ambush is triggered. You see so many guys just, just their feet are well to the ground and they stand there and look at it and, like, uh, oh, you know, learning. Yeah. That just oh, happened. And, and I, I'm at the tail happened. of a line on an ambush one time. Cause you, if it, if you're doing the same one, there's a narrow little gully you're going through. It's narrow and steep yep. on the sides. Yeah. And I was, yep. I was tailing Charlie on that ambush and I could hear Matt up front like, screaming and you're dead and you're fucking dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that was because that was because the students just stopped doing anything. 
They were just they just there. stood there. Yeah, just stood there. Yeah. What are you doing? And, uh, okay, so if you're gonna stand out in the open, like we move to cover. This is one of the things. Like this is a critique of the the modern R-T-R. firearms courses that are out there. That you know you 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 get these YouTube stars and stuff, Instagram, whatever's. They're just standing out in the open. Why are they standing out in the open? Because that's what a camera is. Mm-hmm. You don't do this shit in a firefight mm-hmm. and live. You get the nope. fuck behind something. You get behind a you know, you get behind something that's that's a you know provides some sort of cover for you. Return fire. They, if it ain't nothing but air, you, know, you get behind cover, you return fire. If that's re- the re- way that it returns. So RTR, no. return but, fire. So you gotta suppress yeah. an ambush. Return fire, take cover. Yeah. Return accurate aimed fire. So your initial thing is a mag dump. You got to suppress them guys a little bit while you're taking cover. You're not standing there doing mag dump and then take cover. You're taking cover while you're shooting. And you take cover, and then you return accurate aim fire. So where are they shooting from? Try to find their positions and start putting fire on those guys. Because, yeah, it's not like in the movies. Like, I, I just listened to a, a, a front-line report in Ukraine, and this Ukrainian unit was hit by a bunch of um, – uh, the shit, I just forgot what they call them. The, the guys they just roll up and bring in. And he's like, they didn't try to take cover. They simply took a knee in the open and started shooting at us. And he's like, and we slaughtered them. He's like, we slaughtered yeah. every. And it was like 13 guys fighting against a company of Russians. And they were able to hold them off. 13 dudes held off a company because they had I mean, no. When you're hanging out in the individual other soldier skills. For it, man. Yeah. So, what it. other classes? But, uh, we got the scout class. Talk, turn to the class to the recce course. Recce course is uh, the follow on to it. It's the second level. You're doing a lot of operations at night. So mm-hmm. if you you know you want a course where you're utilizing nods, uh, you know, you bought them, you want to use them for something other than, than wandering around the neighborhood at night. Um, there you go. You know, and, and there's a lot that you do in that course that builds on to it. Nighttime raids. Um, you know, nighttime raids are are, are a huge thing. And you know, I mean, you you know, you're gonna be primarily operating at night. Uh, anyway, when when the balloon, if and when the balloon goes up, it's, it's mm-hmm. when, not if. But yeah. uh, you know, anyway, uh, right after that, the machine gun course. So th- this is one that I really want to explain. A new one, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I've got a friend who's a a machine gun builder uh, in North Georgia, by the way, um, uh, Roswell Manufacturing. I'm just going to throw him out there. Uh, Roswell, you look this guy up because there's, there's, you know, people are like, "Uh," when they see machine guns, you're like, I'm a little apprehensive because, you know, that's something you don't get to do every day. But I'm telling you, um, don't get surprised by the sticker shock on that class. Let's just throw that out there. Yeah. You're, you are coming to class. All the ammo is supplied for you. Because Mr. Ralph don't want you shooting no Bobo ammo through his machine guns and then they don't work. And it's your fault, not his. Um, he is uh supplying all the ammo plus the guns, right? So you're literally and, and the packing list is minimal. You just need a helmet, which I have. Yeah, there we go. I have helmets that that ballistic rated. Um, you know, body armor, you ain't got body armor, that's fine. I got body armor for you, no big deal, right? Um, but you come out of class, you're gonna learn it's three days tactical employment of machine guns, 
All right, so you're going to be doing qualification tables with not one but two uh, 0331 Marine Corps machine gunners that, that are going to be instructing you along with myself. Um, get you qualified on the M2, so the Browning machine gun, uh, 50 cal machine gun. Get you qualified on the 240 Bravo as nice. well as the saw. And then, you know, you're going to go through the qualification tables. We're going to be doing a night shoot. Um, you're going to learn how to maintain these weapons, how to keep them clean, what it takes to keep them running, um, shooting at reactive targets while you're out there. We've got a real creative way of, of uh, using reactive targets. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Oh, and here's here's the thing that I am was was adamant about bringing to this course. We're doing a night shoot with machine guns. We're using thermal optics on the weapon. Nice. So, nice. There, there wasn't but a couple of times that I can remember using a thermal on a machine gun in training. And then when I was deployed, we, we really never did it with the past 13. We just had a past 13 for observation. We never mounted yeah. it on anything. You're going to get to do that. You are going to get awesome. to do that. And you're going to get to do that with my equipment that I'm breaking out. Um, so, you know, hey, y there there is no, uh, no training course like this that exists anywhere. Nowhere. You're not going to find this anywhere else. There's a lot of courses. Like I teach a fighting carbine course. I got some coming up later in the year. Hey, you can get a carbine course from anybody. I'm not the only guy teaching. There's a lot of great dudes, man. Carl teaches that. So many dudes teaching carbine courses. And hey, guess what? They're all great, right? They're all great. Um, but the the machine gun course is is unique. Uh, Justin, you're asking, are you in North Carolina? Yes, uh, NC Scout. Yeah, I am in North Carolina, um, and that is. The, but that machine gun course only offered here. It's only offered on my range. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a pretty pretty good amount of distance to do it. And yeah, he does. You know, we've got a good setup. I live out in the middle of nowhere. My place is out in the middle of nowhere. I, I don't I ain't got no uh people that I gotta worry about that are gonna be the like G -camp why is, is in he a sweet shooting location. a machine gun? You know, the I ain't G camp is in a sweet, that. sweet location. Plus just the aesthetics of the G camp is I like it. Yeah, man. It's, it's um, a, you know, it's got a very sage feel to it to me. <laughs> well, it's by design. It's, 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 not a, flaw. it's a feature. <laughs> it's a feature. That's right. Feature. No, I mean, um, but but uh, the machine gun course, yes, coming up in February, and and uh, the last one was was absolutely just just an incredible time. We've added a third day to it, so it's a three day course. You, you know, you're not supplying your own ammo. It, it's, you know, get in on that course and I, get some, some world-class instruction from guys who have been there, done that, got all the qual qualifications, all the bona fides that, that you can think mm -hmm. of from, from the Marine Corps side on, on uh, my two AIs for the course. And then, you know, myself from, from the Army side and um, can't ask for better. It's, and I'll uh, tell you guys, you know, for those of you out there thinking, like, why do I need to learn to run a machine gun? I'm never going to have a machine gun. You, know, you, you may never buy a machine gun, but there's a chance it exists, you know, that you may 
find yourself in possession of a machine gun? And wouldn't you like to know how to run that 249? Wouldn't you know how like to know how to load that thing and charge that weapon and run that weapon? Because if you don't, you can hurt yourself really bad trying to run those guns. Um, it's no joke. Like the training that I've been through on them is is pretty intense. It's it's you know, and it's for a reason yeah. because you 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 can screw up real bad and hurt yourself or others around you. So um, learning how to run those things is a valuable skill. You may never lay hands on one ever again, but then again, within our current situation that's brewing in this country, you could find yourself in possession of any one of these weapons platforms and having somebody around that knows how to run it could be the difference between life and death at given times. So um, yeah, highly. Well, and, that. and, I, and you, know. you know, things, things like feeding a new belt. Yeah. Doing barrel changes. But yeah, barrel and, change, and clear, clearing the feed tray, all the shit, you yeah. know, clearing the weapon, like, getting it, you know. If you, if uh, you've uh, never uh, shot a machine gun, <laughs> they get really hot really quick and Super you can quick. melt the barrel on one in two belts of ammo you you can melt the barrel on it yeah if you go cyclic on it you're gonna yeah. melt the barrel on it yeah that gun's fucked yeah you, know, you ain't gonna do nothing with it uh so you, you know it, it, it there needs to be a course of instruction on it and this was something yeah. that that uh friends of mine who, who are well credentialed uh suggested and of course we've got a, a weapons manufacturer who who is um, who was really, really interested in doing this. He thought it was really cool, and he's a good friend of mine as well. Uh, but field the next question, uh, Redneck Jew, I like your style, brother. Uh, what is your oh. long-range round of choice? Redneck uh, Jew, 7.62 by 51, specifically loaded with 175 Sierra Match King. Um, that, is, that is my... Round of choice, and I would say I run, uh, to eight hundred meters. Let me be specific to eight hundred meters. Past I run one sixty four. I run one hundred sixty four grain Sierra Match King. That's a little light. Oh, it's a little bit close? light, but one uh, in twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's got to got to be a one in twelve. It's a one in twelve. That's well, yeah. I bought it specifically one in twelve for that round for reasons. Yeah. So, well, it's yeah. At 175 though is is uh it's got a thump. you know that, that's yeah that's the one uh yeah. I know it <laughs> we will we will just say i know it works yeah, yeah. uphill um, in every direction that's the truth over there that's yeah. the fucking there's truth. some uh <laughs> there's there 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 are some there are some people who went on to get their their 72 goats uh virgin goats as a result of that uh, 174, yeah, yeah, I can, I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, 168 Bowtail Hall Point, yeah, that, that's a good one too. Uh, just yep. know that that uh, I see Walt in the comments. 168. Yeah, yeah. Just, just know that if you're running that out of a 20 inch barrel, um, you'll get to 800 meters. You ain't getting much further with that. Now, if you go to a 24-inch barrel, like a, a, a 1 in 11.25 twist of a 24-inch barrel, um, you can you can make hits to 1,000. I mean, it's starting to get a little wind drifty at that point, depending yep. on the wind. But it, all things being equal, yeah, I mean, it, it's doable. It, it's a great round, though. And, and again, how often, like where I live, and you know we're here on the East Coast. How often are you shooting to a thousand? You're not gonna be shooting a thousand meters. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So nah, man. It, it's like so. I, I was having a conversation 
some years back with uh, an old friend of mine who was part uh, a major part of the the um, the SF Sniper course when when its original incarnation uh, before it was Sodic um, in in creating the original POI for it, which was quite a bit different. And he was talking about the 450 uh, Barnes round, which obviously begat two other rounds the the idea behind the 458 socom and the 450 bushmaster which the the 450 barnes had more in common with the 450 bushmaster and the socom but um the original implementation behind that was it was meant to be a sniper rifle out of a suppressed and integrally suppressed winchester model 70 and mm-hmm. this was only intended to be a 200-meter gun at the most. They were going to use it in Vietnam. And this was designed um, in the, the early 1970s to be, um, by Barnes, the, the ammunition or the, the uh, projectile manufacturer. They make the, you know, the varmint grenades and mm-hmm. all copper rounds. Um, really, really effective, by the way. Um, I'm not bound by the Geneva Convention, by the way, so I can lie to the fuck I want my weapons. Um, yeah. and it, you know, loading those barns, varmint grenades and five, five, six is, that's a nasty, nasty, nasty little round. Uh, but, but with that said, um, you know, when you look, you, you look at the design of that weapon, he explained the whole thing of operating within the, um, that, that 200 meter envelope in the jungle in Vietnam. Yeah. That was what they designed it for, and it made a whole lot of sense. And and so sniping there was there's there's so much more. Like when we think of snipers, we think of of you know long range marksmanship exclusively, and that's a lot of fun, man. Like I love that shit too. Me too uh, cut man. my teeth doing all, all that. Mm-hmm. But this, but it, the important thing is there's so much more than that. It's the field craft that goes into it. Um, it is the stalking that goes into it, but it is how close can you get to your target where I'm, I'm literally breathing down your neck and I'm, I'm making that kill. And then I'm mm-hmm. out of there before there's anything you can do about it. This the yep. Russians, uh, with the nine by 39, uh, the Ventores round, it was similar, very similar idea. Um, pretty neat. Right, pretty neat round. So you got a follow up question, brother. Uh, what about a suppressed round? Favorite suppressed round? Um, some people might think this is a little interesting. If you, you know, people who who really know me know that that what I'm about to say, uh, seven six two by thirty nine subsonic, <laughs> hands down. The because the original three hundred blackout. The original three hundred blackout. <laughs> Yeah. It is, and and if yeah. you he, here's here's a recipe for it. Here's a recipe for it. Get uh, either Starline or Winchester brass for seven six two by thirty nine. Get a Barnes all copper. They make an all copper round for seven six two by thirty nine. It's uh, I'm trying to remember the bullet weight on it. It's not the three oh eight round because it's a three ten. Uh, diameter. I'm trying to remember. I want to say it's 110 grains. I might have to go look because I, I loaded some, but it was many years back, and I just haven't shot them a lot. Um, the the propellant, so the powder that you're using. Um, I'd like IMR powder and uh, Ramshot tack, 
and I like Ramshot Tack because it's a low flash powder. Start with with right around 29 grains of Ramshot Tack and work your way up. Remember, this is this is a subsonic round. Out of a five five mm-hmm. six, it's like twenty seven grains of some change. This is for seven six two by thirty nine, so you need a little bit more. Um, see what will cycle your weapon, whether that's a, a AR in seven six two by thirty nine or or an AK. AK takes a little bit more oomph to get that long mm-hmm. stroke piston going, but just just try that. And disclaimer: now you got to do your science on it. It's going to be a little different for everybody. Um, but uh, you brew that up as a subsonic round. Ooh, you got a nasty, <laughs> nasty, nasty little package, uh, which is very similar to 300 Blackout. Um, yeah. You know, I got no beef with 300 Blackout either. It's just that yeah. I know what 762 by 39 will do. <laughs> um, and that, it, and and here, here's the deal, too. I uh, reverse engineered that round by um, taking some brown bear, which is made by Barnall. Uh, brown bear subsonic ammo you used to be able to get it. I don't think you can get it anymore, but uh, I haven't seen it in a really long time. But I just pulled the bullet, measured out the powder. Um, Russians use a very different type. They use a ball type powder. Um, very rudimentary, strong smell of urea. Um, mm-hmm. very, very different. And, um, you know, just measure it all out and see what works, but, uh, works, works pretty well. I can tell you this, it'll kill the shit out of a white tail and white tail <laughs> deer kind of have a do. similar anatomy to people. You know, we just yeah. got a little bit more beef on us, but you know, mm-hmm. Just saying, it, it's it's a good way to experiment. I mean, if you take your, you take all your mileage the, may vary, may a little bit. I mean, if if you take all of the um, if you take all of the the uh, great most notable warriors of the twentieth century, they were all hunters. You yeah. know, all of them. First, yeah. You, know, you yeah. look at at uh, Vasily Zaitsev. He was he was a hunter. Uh, if you look at um, Audie Murphy, Audie Murphy was a hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at, um, uh, uh, yeah, most notably, I say Carlos Halfcock. I was gonna Carlos say, long was a, yeah, you know, yeah. hunter, man, hunter. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he, and that was what he grew up doing, is what he continued to do. And, and all of the all the guys in the sniper community that that you know, I, I learned such a huge amount from, man, they were all all in the hunting. And so it's like, mm-hmm. dude, you get in with these guys, you're in like Flint, you know, because all, all the stuff that, you know, we, we screw up doing all the stuff. And it's, it's like, yeah, oh, man, cool. Yep. Just good old boys, you know, we, we're taking skills that you already kind of really know how to do. Throw the, you know, not saying the book's not important, but you kind of throw that into the corner. It's like, here's all the practical application. It begins to make a lot of sense, man, because you're yes, hunting the most dangerous game. You know, Alvin York. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent on that. I mean, Alvin, York growing up in, in Pennsylvania, if I remember right, you know, the, the, the deer hunter, the movie with uh, Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken, um, Christopher Walken. I'm the deer hunter, special forces, Vietnam kind of messed up in my head. I like to play roulette, but not, you know, in, in Las Vegas, 
but with a revolver in a smoky <laughs> little room in Vietnam. Yeah, Chris Sagan and Christopher Walken all night. Yeah, you can. Great, great movie. Legendary. It's a legendary baby. Even bigger than Joe Dirt. But Joe Dirt was good also. Different reasons. Different reasons. But I mean, different reasons. To stab you in the face with a soldering iron. But uh, oh, that kid. Old Christopher Walken, baby. Oh my um, God, that is so good! But yeah, nah, man, it, it, it's uh, sub, you know, going going suppressed. Here's the thing, too. Um, talking about suppressed rounds, there's a distinct difference between using a suppressor for masking uh, the report of the sound close mm -hmm. up to your weapon, and really for for hiding the flash as well. That, that's a big part of it. That's a big part um, of it. But you're still using supersonic ammo. Uh, which mm -hmm. five five six you, you have to uh, yeah. subsonic five five six oh, is kind of you, you, anemic. You got a twenty two. Yeah, I yeah. mean you have a twenty two long rifle at that point. Yeah, and that's pretty like, much uh, with a heavy um, bullet. Yeah, but but it so you know that that's when you're really wanting to look at at heavier projectiles that can travel slower. This is one of the reasons too, by the way. Um, uh, 45 ACP oh. has lasted as long as it has. It's, it's a beautiful suppressed round. It's a beautiful suppressed round. Yes, it's, it's naturally subsonic. You start looking at a, a, a subsonic round, and you're like, oh, okay, 45 makes a whole lot of sense, man. I, I've got some. Uh, I've got and, some threaded it, 45 barrels that are threaded. So yeah, mm -hmm. reasons, you know, reasons. So. But I mean, uh, what else? What else you got yeah. coming up, man? Because we're coming in on two hours. I don't want to keep you all night. I know. Uh, no, no, you're good. Some, uh, you're good, brother. Um, the RTO young course. Men in your house, so. Yes, the RTO yeah, course. Signals, signals intelligence course. Uh, the yes. RTO course. The, the communications courses. Um, look these descriptions up. The course descriptions are are you know all, obviously on the, the web store. Um, as well as brushbeater.org, you know, my, my kind of my original blog. Um, but I, you know, I still run it. There's still stuff that, that goes up over there, but, um, American, partisan you know, these, also. these are communications. Oh yeah, of course. American partisan. Um, that's been around for many years now and, and, uh, you know, kind of a, a alternative news source of, of headline news, some original content that goes up over there as well. Mm -hmm. But, um, dude, it, it's the, the the communications courses are combo courses for non-technical people, and it mm -hmm. addresses everything that, that you may want from sustainment level communications through tactical communications, clandestine end communications, and you're doing all of it. Okay, you're yeah. you're actually doing all of this. And I put you into a working environment. And here's the deal, man. Communicamo is like that deep end of the pool that people are all real scared of. There's a lot mm -hmm. of real bad information floating around on the internet. This is some good too, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't necessarily say is applicable in all cases. And you can get into the real technical end things real quick. Yeah. Um, super quick. Here's the deal, man. My courses don't really go into the tech, not super technical. We're technical when it's, it's gotta be. But, but I approach it from a way that everything is practical and it makes sense to you. 
Um, I'm not an engineer by trade. I was a soldier. Then I went into academia and, and in academia, it was, you know, I was teaching sociology and criminology, man. Like I'm not, I'm not an engineering STEM guy. So if I can relay all this to you, I mean, I was a teacher for a little while, so I can, I can relay these concepts and something that's relatable. And then you get all the practical application as well. You know, and it, it so far, I mean, I would I would say I've probably taught around six thousand people in the RTO course over the past decade. I've been doing this for for well, nine years. So I've I've yeah. been teaching courses. Um, I started doing this full time in 2018, but I was teaching courses all the way back mm-hmm. in, into 2015, kind of under the table. Uh, so you know, nine years now, almost a, a decade. Teaching civilians how to communicate, how to move in the woods, how to uh, build oh marksmanship God. training programs. You know, and, and that, so uh, yeah, I've, it's, I've seen. It's I've, all been, part I've been. I've I've been on 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 contracts where, where we've got some guys moving the woods where I had to drag them to the ground and ask them to their face, "Have you ever been in the woods before, dude? Like, why are you wearing a powder blue shirt on this fucking op right now? And and why did I have to cut you out of grapevines 10 minutes ago? Have you ever walked in the woods before?" And, and I want to make a point for for the folks listening too about Matt was talking about being a teacher, all right? Um you have a gift for 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 boiling this information down and and disseminating it in a way that's very easily digestible for folks who don't have a base of knowledge like in RTO or even in the other, the other classes you do, like you've got a gift for teaching. Um, I don't possess that gift. I don't, I don't have it that well, the way you do. Um, and so it's fantastic guys. You, you won't find a better instructor, uh, than brush Peter sitting right there, guys. Um, I love taking classes with you, man. I love just being out there. I really love being just out there with you, you know, because the, Two, the, the kind of people with with very rare, very rare exceptions that show up to your classes yeah. are generally top-notch well, people that are eager to really learn, uh, genuinely learn. You know, so, and, and yeah, to echo that, man, the, in the thousands of people that I've taught, I've had the opportunity to train with. And I always say I, I train with people because I'm out there doing it too. Um, I've only ever had to kick three people out of class three yeah. out of the yeah. thousands i mean and and that was because they were really like it was beyond dangerous. the pale it, they had they were dangerous yeah yeah it was I, I mean you know one guy one guy was just he just had to go i had enough of him another guy um i just didn't he he just he wasn't listening he wasn't following instructions he he uh, um and I hated to do it, but it was just when, when I confronted him about it, it was like, hey, you know, and I pulled him off to the side. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Hey, man, you know, like, this is, you know, and praise and he the got, public council private. Yep. Yeah. He, he got a little uppity with me and I'm like, all right, man, you know, like, like that's it. And then the third one, you know, he, well, he, he just needed to leave. So. <laughs> No, <laughs> he just needed no, to leave. I, and I'll tell you guys what: if you if you piss him, I'm off not sure what his deal was. But he needed to, to leave to get the to get the boot, <clears throat> get the big hook from stage left. You know, uh, you've done something because yeah. you're one of the most am- amenable people I've I've ever hung out with. And uh, 
And two, again, guys, yeah. just the atmosphere in, in training. And I don't care who you train with because it's always the same. The atmosphere in training is, well, it's not always the same. There are some instructors out there who have very high opinions of themselves, and it's not quite like this. But at the end of the day, when train is done, that time around the fire, you know, Walt uh, Browning mentioned it earlier. It sounds like, you know, campfire uh, at night at G camp. There's just this discussion here. Well, I thought I just, there it is. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And you learn so much more. The class doesn't end at the end of the course of instruction that day. The education nah, continues man. on in the night and covers topics that are so vast and varied too. And you have so many dudes that are like, plus the people that come to your classes. Um, you never know who yeah. the hell you're going to bump into there. It's a, it's a oh, very yeah. interesting bag of folks that show up. Um, which is awesome. I mean, and interesting in good ways, by the way, folks. Not like interesting is in man, no, is that motherfucker yeah, very, ever gonna stab me or something. Yeah, like, no, no, it's no, not no, like no. that. No. That'd be no, the last no, place somebody no. like that would show up. It's it's interesting as in uh this this last class, you know, having having a uh We'll just say a, a a very notable SEAL sniper instructor in class, mm -hmm. and yeah, um, you know, and and yeah. having I, I've had I've had guys from the firearms industry who own very serious companies who've been in class who've mm -hmm. trained with me. You know, I I talk to them anytime, you know, night or day. Um, and I'm not bragging on it at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm just saying that. What what we the the caliber of people that that I have in class and in you know you're you're one of them, um, you know it, for everybody that, that comes to class you know I want to train with you but I routinely get doctors of, of all varieties, um, lawyers, you know notable people people who've, who've yeah. really done some serious stuff they got names names a lot of folks would recognize names a lot of folks would recognize but you know it's, yeah. Like, he's, like, he's and, and when I see these people come to class, dude, I, I get blown away by that, man. I see these guys' yeah. names, and I'm it's, like, "It's some humbling." Why shit, does that it? dude want to train with me? Yeah. Like, I'm not. Reasons, bro. Reasons. He, he already knows the stuff. I, I don't know why he needs to. I don't know why he needs to know all this stuff. Well, yeah, and but, it's but, it's yeah, they come out, and it's fantastic validation for what you're doing. It's it's not just the way you teach and what you teach. It's the it's the holistic approach to, to all the thing. And again, can't stress it enough. The like-minded guys, you know, when you're in a spot like that, you're with people that all think the same way and, uh, yeah. and everybody's hungry for knowledge and everybody's hungry to learn. And everybody shares. It's, yeah. it's such a good thing. And not to mention the G camps got the best cigar humidor and bar, uh, in North Carolina. And then, uh, that, uh, that that's by design, some, bro. I know. And that Blackstone at about 2 AM with some hash on it. Is a uh, oh, God, that's some good shit. Telling you, <laughs> telling you, man. When it's when it's cold out there, oh like, yeah. Hey, let's all huddle up around this. Let's pop some corned beef hash, fry it up. Two in the morning, Hell, throw some yeah. eggs over in there, boy. Oh, mm. it's so fucking good. But but and what about what? The last thing I'm gonna say. I know we, we got like yeah. 30 seconds left or whatever. Yeah. But the last yeah. thing I'm gonna say is is that to to that point, the the camaraderie. That always builds over a course. Like it, I, I kind of get, I kind of get depressed when when a class ends. Like this last RT, big RTO course, six days. Yeah, it ends. I get depressed, man, because I'm used to having like 25, 30 people all around. 
you love it. Yeah. You like it builds this dynamic, like it, you know, like you like like I'm yeah. back in the army, except yeah. I ain't gonna put up with all the bullshit. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I love this, dude. I love yeah. this. It it is it, it is awesome. You can't ask for better. You really can't. And you can't. You really and like your last RTO didn't it rain on you guys the whole time. Oh yeah, this this last week. Yeah, it was it was it, it was wet. Not the whole time, but well, but still, we got so like you had four enough or rain. five inches of rain. Yeah, it was. That's it a was, lot of fucking rain, really, dude. So, but that mutual yeah. suck factor that builds a camaraderie that it's hard to. You'll be, like I have guys that reach out to me right now that, that I've been up there on your courses with. Just doing a pulse check. Hey, man, how are you? How's it going? That's the kind of thing that you'll develop. You'll meet guys yeah. from all over the place because because people come from everywhere to take your classes. It's amazing how far someone will travel. Um, and and we've met. I've met some incredible people there. Just great guys. And uh, yeah, yeah, I can't stress it enough. Get out there and get that feeling, especially if you've never been in that kind of an environment like military or even construction. It applies to a great deal there, too. The sort of... Uh, camaraderie that, oh, yeah. that develops there it's 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 you need that in your life law like, enforcement fire department fire department yeah any it's all, stuff, it's all the same thing man it's all yeah. the same culture it's fantastic you know? so uh since we are fixing to close out here man what do you want to leave them with what do you want them to know you're gonna hang your hat on here tonight don't get black pilled I, I i mean i think y'all can tell like I, i'm a pretty happy dude I, I love to joke around about stuff i mean the world yeah. might seem like it's going to shit. The world's always been going to shit. It's like like Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia, man. Hey, might be going to hell in a bucket, but at least you can enjoy the ride. You know, don't get black pilled about stuff. It's gonna get worse before it gets worse. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's why we do what we do, man. You know, that's it's, it, it's bro. Pressure makes diamonds. So, and that's and that's why we do Brent, this here. They bring no, you bring ain't guys like you would. Yeah, that's why we do that's this right. too to bring guys like you in to get more exposure, so everybody can see that you're not alone out there, y'all. You're not alone, and 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 you got to find your people. I found my people a long time ago. I got lucky. I've got an amazing network of people that uh, that I rely on and count on, and and I'm here because when I made a phone call and uh, I I'm not going to say no, so I dropped everything I was doing and, and came up here. Um, this has messed my schedule up just a little bit, but that's all right. I'll deal with it. That's that's my problem, not his. Um, his problems are bigger than mine, so I came to help adjust them. And uh, and the same for you. You know that shit. You call me, bro. Wherever you are, you make that call. Bring lawyers, guns, and money. Well, I'm on my way, bro. I don't care what's I got going all down. Three, so it's all good. So yeah, me too. I got piles of both. I got piles of all of them, man. So and guys, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We didn't actually we didn't actually break this up because I didn't want to because this was such a good night a good talk and uh and I, I just love hanging out with you and i ain't seen you in a hot minute so uh uh Hell i gotta yeah, fix bro. that i gotta get up there and uh i gotta get to the g camp man i get need some here. i need a transfusion get of g life you know what i'm saying i need a transfusion of g get life so. I, I know where you're at i, I know where you're you. at so uh no facebook live this week guys but we will be on a regular schedule for next week you'll have a facebook live next week we'll have a patreon on tuesday nights and of course the podcast on wednesday We've got some cool guests that are going to be coming up. We're going to be talking to the guys from SOE. That'll be coming up soon, too. John's going to be on here. Um, so, yeah, we got some fun stuff lined up for y'all. And uh, I think me and Mel are going to have to come up for the machine gun class because she loves nothing better than belt-fed fun, dude. Um, she she enjoys that. We, 
we got a good buddy, uh, uh, Gary Bass. That's it's, that's got a few of those fine toys in his collection, and uh, we've ran some of those before too. So I like putting her on a machine gun. So, all right, guys, y'all know the drill. Till next time, be good or be good at it. And uh, like he said, don't get black pilled. <laughs>